718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us and chat that link on our Facebook page. Uh, and our Facebook page is The Stephen Knight Show. Don't forget to like us on Twitter, Stephen Knight Show, S-H-O, and then our website, thestephennightshow.web.com. So check us out. We're all over social media, Google+, Plus, everything. So uh, we definitely look forward to connecting with you. But first, Ms. Parker, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. How was the weekend? I know I saw you a lot of it, but how was the weekend overall? Uh, yeah, I had an amazing weekend, but I wanted to talk yeah. about that intro. That intro was kind of long today. Yeah, it was a longer one this time. I think they did a newer one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a great weekend. I um, saw you Friday night. We uh, met up mm-hmm. with the males and had a couple of things. And um, much needed to get out of the house. You know, I've been in the house yeah. the following Monday with the snowstorm we had we had out here. Mm-hmm. Um most people were in the house for a few days, including myself. So it was good to get out on Friday. And then yeah. um, my my girlfriend had a a wedding dress trying on day on Saturday. We all went to the bridal shop and she tried on dresses and um, came back here and did some wedding planning and had a few drinks and stayed stayed up all night talking. So we had a great Saturday. And then um, yesterday, of course, Super Bowl. I saw you at uh, our mutual friend's house and. Uh, it was a great time as well. So it was a, it was an amazing weekend. I'm I'm in recovery mode. Yeah, I know, I know. The party was great last night. Super Bowl party. Um, good food, good drinks, good people. You know, so it was definitely good. Now I want to shout you out, Miss Parker, because I know you probably don't want me saying this, but you know, a lot of people. What I was impressed, you know, we did have the snowstorm over the last week, and a lot of people helped each other out. Strangers helping strangers out, and Miss Parker did the same thing. She was a woman and her baby that you took in your home overnight uh, because she was trapped. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I um, I was on uh, online on Facebook trying to keep up with everyone. I started realizing there was, there was an issue around 8 o'clock when people getting home. I saw, I knew there was an issue, but I, I guess I didn't understand to the extent of, of what was going on to about 7.30 or 8. I right. um, looked out my window. I live close to 400, I can see 400 from where I am. And so I was watching the news, and they said 400 hadn't moved in three hours. Um, there yeah. was an accident on 400, and the storm just caused everything to kind of stand still. And then I started realizing that these people may have to stay the night in their cars. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was pretty, that was really when it hit me because a friend of mine, he was stranded out there. And so yeah. I talked to his, talked to his fiancé, um, you know, she was really worried about him. He couldn't get a room, and his car is spun out of control. So um, when I posted that online or was, was talking to her online, another friend of mine said there's a website of people communicating and trying to help each other. You may be interested in, in seeing if he can get some help. Um, mm-hmm. So I went on the website. He was fine. He ended up getting a room. I went on the website and saw that thousands of people were stranded. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just 400. It was 285, 85, you know, side roads. Thousands of people out there would can't move out of gas, and so I yep. just thought I'd just do what I could. You know, I saw people were taking people in, and so I posted on there that I I have an, an open home, and if anybody needs help, you know, let me know. So I helped with connecting people, finding different numbers. They were asking to look up things. I did that, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, a, a young lady and her and her two year old stayed with me overnight, and, and left around four o'clock the next day. But you know, I, I was happy to help because if I was out there, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have wanted somebody to extend their, their home to me as well. 
Yeah, it, it was amazing because that one, uh, someone created a group. I think that's what you're talking about, the group on Facebook. And I was reading, because no one was in my area, but I was reading, you know, where people were posting that they're trapped here or they're trapped there or they're running out of gas or they saw someone who was trapped. One lady was nine months pregnant. One was, you know, and people were like, well, we have open space. If you're close to me and you can get to me or we can get to you, you can come to me. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Michelle. I can't remember her last name, but she's the lady who um, she said she was at home and a few of her friends contacted her and was telling her that their husbands or spouses or wives, whatever, were she was trapped. So what she did was she went through her, she posted on Facebook, I have some friends who are trapped in this area, this area, this area. Anybody in that area, can you help? And then people started responding. And so she was yeah. like, wow, I can maybe hook up other people that I don't know. And so yeah. she created a group called Snow Out Atlanta. Uh, within within uh, two hours, Facebook contacted her and said the, the, the Facebook group was getting too large. I think it was something like 2,000 people joining every five, every 20 minutes. And so they divided the group into six groups. And so it was, it was Snow Out Atlanta East, Snow Out Atlanta South, you know, different groups, Midtown. And so you can go to whichever, you know, area that you were in, and that way the group wasn't being shut down because it was too large. Everyone could go to their, their you know, specific area to see if they can help where they are. So, you know, I think in every day there's a chance for you to be a hero, and that was her day, and it happened by mistake. And, Thank goodness, you know, it did for her that she wasn't sitting there planning on. She just posted on her own Facebook profile, can somebody help my friends who live here, who are stuck yeah. here, here, and here. You know, and other friends of hers responded. She realized, wow, I can have a group where everyone can help everyone. And so, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we, uh, some really small gesture of, of kindness can grow into something larger. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, but I, I thought it was incredible how, you know, you and other, so many people helped out. I try to, like, post, like, where, you know, um, Home Depot and Lowe's and places like that where allow people to come stay there. So I just tried to, to uh, you know, to spread the word. But, yeah, it, it was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah, the magnitude but, of, of, of the situation, I think I was just overwhelmed. And I think for me, seeing it, I, I could see it from my window. Like, I was in a warm yeah. home. I, you know, I worked from home. I didn't have to leave. And so, I, you know, I... I just couldn't imagine being out there. I was just, right. I was just, the magnitude just hit me. Like these thousands of people have been sitting in the same area, and I'm very impatient. So I can just imagine yeah. for yeah. 13 hours not moving. You know, yeah. just. And, and you saved me from being out there because I was on my way to the gym because you know I was thinking it's a little bit of snow, it's not going to be that much of a deal. But you said no, Steve, I can see the traffic from my window. So I probably would have been stuck out there if it wasn't for you. So thank you for that. Definitely. You are very welcome. You sure would have been stuck out there. I would have been asking what you were going out there. You would have been like, I was going to the gym. <laughs> I would have been so upset, so upset. I have no patience, which you already know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> before, we go, before we go into uh, to mood reviews, I want to announce that um, I'm actually performing this coming Sunday, uh, February 9th, for um, Walk for Education. It's a it's going to be a charity concert. And it's at Jackson Restaurant and Bars, um, 3364 H. Shanley Tucker Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30341. And they're not charging. All they're asking to do is bring a case of water, a case of Gatorade, or a case of Powerade, something like that. And it's all going for education and children. So if you want to come out and support the cause, definitely do that. And uh, that's all I had to say about that. I'll be performing when still my it? song. It's Sunday, next Sunday. Okay. I think 
starts at 6 o'clock, yeah. No, doors open at 5, the show starts at 6. Anyway, uh, Chike, what's going on? Adam's actually out today. I wanted to give it up for um, our thoughts and prayers with Adam and Janera. They both had some family things going on. Uh, Janera lost someone, and Adam had something going on. So our thoughts and prayers are both for them uh, Definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. Good evening, everyone. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm hey, doing well. I'm, I, I'm surviving the snow because, you know, yeah. we had, what, this is what, our third storm? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little over it. Actually, I'm a lot over it. I'm ready for spring yeah. to get here real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think you and a lot of other people, I heard it was pretty nice weather yesterday, and then today the storm came back through. Oh, yeah. It was spring like yesterday, yeah. and it came back full force. And we have two more coming this wow. week. They were yeah. saying on the show that uh, God must have wanted to see the Super Bowl because he made it beautiful yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beautiful yesterday. And then back at it today. Back at it today. <laughs> Speaking of the Super Bowl, how decent was Bruno Mars' performance at halftime? Oh, yeah. I was very impressed. I, was there. I didn't he see it at the at football party because uh, they had a mute. <laughs> they are playing other music. But I watched it on YouTube. I thought he did an incredible job. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. All right, on the movie reviews, I actually went to view the film uh, Labor Day, which stars Kate Winslet and Josh Brolin. And it's basically about uh, a gentleman who is of uh, not good character who actually kidnaps her son, abducts her son, and finds a way to manipulate his way into their lives. And the mother and child are actually away for Labor Day. And this happens while they're away. And he finds a way to manipulate. And he's actually injured and he's hiding out. And he finds a way to manipulate his way into their lives. And it's a love story. It's also a story about um, prejudice and forgiveness. And... I think that Kate Winslet and Josh Brolin's chemistry together is really, really strong. Um, I give it a thumbs up. I don't necessarily know that if it's worthy going to the movies to see, because it is type of, you know, it has romance in it, and a lot of people aren't swaying toward the romantic, but some are. So if that's what you're into, definitely go check out Labor Day. But it's a good at-home snow day movie. (laughs) It's definitely for that. yeah, so I'll give it two thumbs up. Kate Winslet never disappoints. Neither does Josh Brolin. They're both good. Okay, okay. And I, and and I the, also want to say, you know, rest in peace to uh, Mr. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, mm-hmm. Died from alleged drug overdose at 46. So uh, he was an excellent actor. I, I was yeah. absolutely a fan of his. I remember him in Dowd, and that was one of my favorite movies. As yeah, far as like yes. our emotions, like he uh, he was a great actor. Um, yeah. And I saw him in Doubt, and I think it was the first time I really like noticed him, and then went back and, and saw some of his movies. But I didn't realize that he was in Sin of a Woman. He looked so different. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that if you're a good actor, the one thing about you being a great talent is that you get lost in the character. We don't see you. And and that's what everyone, even accomplished actors, have been saying about uh, Mr. Hoffman, is that they forget how many films that he's been in because he blinked yeah. in so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, My uh, favorite will you know, always be uh, the talented Mr. Ripley with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in that movie, too. Yeah. I think the sad thing with his story, um, you know, obviously he was young, 46 years old, 
that he was clean for over two decades. You know, he, he, yeah. he admitted to drugs and alcohol abuse, and then he checked himself in the rehab, and then he was clean for two decades. And then uh, last year he fell off the wagon um, and checked himself back into rehab. Uh, but yeah, and you know, and, and would, the power would, addiction. Yeah. would he actually uh, had a relapse on was not the drug that was his preference, and that's just mm-hmm. to show you how strong it is. And he went to rehab to circumvent what he knew that was what was about to start. Yeah, and yeah. Then here we are today. And, and I mean, it was just amazing. You know, I read the reports on you know what they said he had in his in his in his apartment and in his um you know fifty packages. Like mm. wow, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like yeah. a drug. That's like a binge, you know. Yeah, yeah. But people are out here. I think the source of addiction and all that stuff has to do with with pain. People are out here living in pain, and and if you are yeah. experiencing any joy in your life, you should you should be thankful because there's Absolutely. a lot of people out here who are numbing a lot of things with drugs, alcohol, just because they they haven't took that time to deal. And sometimes, you know, just taking the first step to heal. It's hard because it's so painful, but I, I definitely think that everyone needs to work on healing from whatever past pains you may have because it follows you. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope this is a lesson to, you know, some of the younger people that are in the arts that, you know, this is not the path to go down. This is, you know, this is the end for a lot of people that are great yeah. talent, you know, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. This, I'm, uh, I'm curious what... to see what's going to happen with these projects that were – open on for him you know he was supposed to be in i think it's three movies hunger games yeah, being one of them about that. i was going to ask about that chike what usually happens like for example how um the fast and furious paul walker was actually filming right so he was actually like almost completing the film but it wasn't done so his you, do you think maybe it's, it's, it's rewritten to where maybe he passes away earlier in the film well i do know that for big budget films like that and franchises, those actors are insured. And to the point where, you know, I know in some contracts certain things are written that you can't do this, you can't do that, just to as a safety precaution. So I don't know if that's done to be able to insure the film, to take care of the film in case something happens to you, that this film is still bankrolled and they can still shoot around you or possibly, I don't know. I'm not sure, and I don't know to what capacity how far they went into the film with that. So mm-hmm. they may be able to still do it from what they have. I know Philip Seymour Hoffman had, I think, three more days of shooting. Three more days. Yeah, they may he be was, able he was to, almost done. Yeah, they may be able to get around that, maybe. Mm-hmm. But when you're a vital character to a movie, I don't know what they would do to that. Right. How they would okay. do that. I remember when, uh, because, you know, they were going to shoot Wait Next Hell too, And mm-hmm. so, you know, when he passed away, they talked about replacing her, but they knew that people won't, probably wouldn't want to see it, if, you know. And so when Terry McMillan briefly, uh, you know, admitted that she's just going to not do the movie, she's not going to do it anymore. Wow. I think that it probably, it, I mean, to bring a little bit of real life into, you know, the theater, might have been beneficial for her to write that pain into that movie that they yeah. lost that because yeah. we did lose we did lose her. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, do you have anything else, Chica? Um. 
just the fact that you can also hear us on Local Talent Connect, be sure to log on localtalentconnect.com and listen yes. to the Stephen Knight Show. And this goes out to all the artists out there that are in the sound of my voice. Please log on to Local Talent Connect. It is your hub for branching out and networking with fellow artists, directors, and musicians, and so on and so forth. So please log on to Local Talent Connect and reach out and touch somebody. Absolutely. I logged on to actually a great, great networking site, uh, and it's very easy, very easy, and you can post all your links and everything. So definitely check out their website. Absolutely. All right, Chicky, as always, we appreciate you. Have a great week, okay? Stay warm. Right, and, tell, and tell Mama Jones when she comes on, I love her for retweeting. I will. I will tell her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, Ron, what's going on with you, man? Yes, sir. Happy Bowl, Black Bowl. History Month. Happy Black History Month, yes. Yeah, happy Black History Month. How are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Y'all, um, I wanted to comment, first of all, my favorite um, Philip Seymour um, Hoffman movie was actually um, Charlie, Tr- Charlie Wilson's War. Okay. okay. I don't know if y'all heard of that movie. Anyway, if you can, check it out. It was really, like, he was awesome in that movie. Really, really good. And with the waiting to excel thing, I personally feel that they should have done the sequel and just had the character of Savannah either killed off. I don't think that you could replace her with someone else because I think that would have been kind of taste, t- kind of tacky, tasteless right. to actually think that you could re replace with you something like that. It, it I think that it would have came off wrong. But definitely, I think you know people die. You know that's part of life, and and um, yeah. I think that they could have killed her off, and 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 maybe had like another girl girlfriend, or maybe her sister, if Savannah had a sister, yeah. or you know something. Like maybe they could have brought in like another female right. to kind of not to take her place, but maybe you know brought her in to kind of fill that void. Maybe, okay. but yeah. definitely they could have acknowledged her death or something like that. But anyway. Moving on to football, football, football. Yo, Super Bowl was boring. It was forty three days. It was, forty-three days. <laughs> it was for it to have been in the biggest media market in the country. It, to me, it was just flat. It was. It was. It, it wasn't as hyped to me. It. It was like it was. It was overhyped all season, and then mm-hmm. once it actually came to the game. It just fell flat. It was. It was. It just was off. Something was. It. It, it just that. Hmm, Why do you think me. the Broncos lost by so much? What, what did they do wrong? That snap. That that um, opening snap. One Peyton Manning and his center were. They were. They were not in sync, and 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 it just seemed like they that they just couldn't get it together. Like it. It was. It was it was one of the most tragic, in terms of sports, tragic scenes that I've seen in sports. I mean, it just for a team that is so talented offensively to have come up with just eight points yeah. in the championship game. And those eight points were pretty much like whatever. I mean, it was, those were just... By that point, yeah, was I mean, you know, I, yeah, I, it was, it was, it was, the, it was uh, over. The Seahawks, yeah. the Seahawks uh, defense, like you said, they're a good offense, offensive team. But I think the Seahawks defense is what 
pretty much won the game. What do you think? Oh, yeah. The um, the um, defense killed it. I mean, they turned it out. Their defense was their offense. I mean, for Seattle, I mean, they played hands. Down. I mean, their defense was amazing. And that's why the, um, the um, MVP of the game was a deep, Defensive player for the um mm-hmm. for the Seahawks, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, just a great game by Seattle. A horrible game by Denver. Peyton Manning is still my still my dude. I mean, he is a classy dude. Dude, even yeah, in defeat, yeah. you know, dude is just so cool. Like he doesn't bash people. He takes all the um, blame, which he doesn't have to take all the blame, but he's mm-hmm. but he's a quarterback. And when right. and when they win, he gets all the praise. And when they lose, he should get a lot of the blame, if not all yeah. of it. So yeah, a cl- yeah. classic. And guy. they said that, they said he had his best season of his whole career at the age thirty. Oh, he did. So and that's why, that yo. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I was saying, you know, I was saying Denver on paper, like Denver should have won this game. Like looking at the two teams, Denver should have won the game. But I, you know, it didn't work out. Damn, couldn't at least been close. If it would have been a close game, I think it would have been <laughs> great. But just the he fact that it was wild. such a blowout, yeah, it was right. just. Yeah, I was, see, I, I was see, over it. Yeah, the 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 jokes, the pictures people were posting on Instagram and Facebook. Did you see that? The jokes about who? The jokes about the uh, Broncos. Nah, uh, what were like they? They had a picture. Of, they had a picture of OJ Simpson, you know, when he was doing the oh the, the White Broncos. <laughs> And they, they said that was the that was the best uh, the last uh, best uh, what they say <laughs> something something about the Broncos uh, the last Broncos last running something last Bronco last, run or something that actually ran run. yeah something like the that. greatest run or something yeah, yeah. okay that uh, was funny yeah that was funny they had a bunch of them yeah it didn't take long but, <laughs> but it's but that's so wrong because the um, Denver Broncos won championships in the late 90s with John Elway after the OJ Broncos thing. So I, I, with, you know, with a running back, um, you know, um, Davis, who was, you know, a really good running back. So I, I think people need to kind of check their um, facts when it comes to sports a little bit because they, they've they actually won Super Bowl champion, championships right. and stuff and everything in the late 90s. They actually won back-to-back championships. So yeah. um, they're actually they're they're a really good um, franchise. They just didn't do it this time around or or last year. But um, folks that that um, think that um, Peyton's going to retire, he's not going to retire. He's coming yeah, back. This is not going far. I guarantee you, he's coming back. He's this is not going to you know um, break him. He's coming back again. So I, I personally just think that they played. In in the wrong stadium. That is Eli Manning's house, and he's like, you know what? My brother is not going to win in my home field. It's not going to happen. I still have the um, the uh, two Super Bowl wins. He has one, and and we're going to keep it that way at least for now. So um, better luck next next year, Peyton. Now I I wanted to uh, talk about um, the halftime performance. Okay. I. I liked it, but for New York, I just thought that it could have been more. I, I was I was expecting more 
no offense to Bruno Mars, I thought that he turned it out playing those drums at but the beginning. But why keep saying the Super Bowl was in New York? It wasn't in New York. Well, <laughs> in, in well, it's okay. It was technically in New Jersey, but it's fine for the New York City. It's 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 the it's the New York Giants. New York claims it, you know. Right, yeah. It's the New York Giants and just it's the New York team. It just happens that the stadium is technically in New Jersey. So, so the New York New New Jersey area, but um. I just was expecting more, you know. I just, I just, I was just. The, the halftime was okay. Bruno killed it. Bruno turned it. Out. I'm not going, you know. I'm not going to knock him. And he it was 100 percent live. It was 100 percent live. And yeah, yeah. And when he did the James Brown split, oh, he turned it with that James Brown split. Great. Yeah. But the, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers that that kind of threw me a little bit. I, I was. Maybe if they were back in like 1994, maybe, but it was they seemed a little dated to me, and with the leggings and uh, that lost me. That lost me. Um, Queen Queen Latifah was cool. Um, the national anthem sung by the Opera Woman was was good. I thought that was that was really good. And my favorite commercial has to be the. Um, Audi commercial. I don't know if okay. it's Audi. Audi one. It was with the um. It was with the half big dog, half little dog with the with the big head, but like the little body. Mhm. You didn't see. Okay, y'all didn't see that. Question. I like okay. the ones with the kids. The kids. Uh, the parents protecting the kids from getting hurt. You know they're doing all going all the way to protect the kids from getting hurt. I like that one. That was a good one. Uh, anyway, okay. anything else? Anything else going on sports? Anyone? Uh, before you kick me off, nah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. As always, everyone. Yeah. Yo, really quickly, really quickly, follow me on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, Aaron Cosby, A-R-O-N, last name Cosby, and I'll talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Peace. All right. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with Mama Jones after this. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to mention, you know, Janera's out today, but if you want to find, you know, her, what she found, her, her discount sales, definitely go to BudgetShopaholic.com. You can find all the information on there, and there's a link on our Facebook page. But Nancy Mama Jones is a mother, businesswoman, youth advocate, and mentor. Anyone who meets Nancy Mama Jones immediately recognizes she has an unapologetic optimist and a woman whose passion for her family and success is stamped only every page of her life. Born and raised in Manhattan, this inspiring real woman has faced many challenges as a mother of six girls and mother of rap star Jim Jones. Mama Jones is hip-hop's number one mom. She's one of the stars on VH1's reality hit show, Love and Hip-Hop. She joins us tonight to tell us about her upcoming projects, including a new single called The Jones Wave. Please help me welcome Mama Jones. Welcome to the show. 
Oh, hello. Thank you, everybody. I'm glad, and I welcome everybody on Mama Jones Night Show. Okay, <laughs> I'm now interviewing Stephen Knight <laughs> on his show. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine, but how'd you get the football player off? I wanted to ask him how his ass is, how, you know, how big was it, you know, because, you know, he's got small ass, big ass. You know, I want to ask him to raise his ass off his ass. You know, I'm mad about that one. But anyway, it's all good. <laughs> Did you watch the football? No, when I watch football, all I watch is the asses that be running around. Oh, that's what you watch. You don't watch for the game, the actual game part. No. Yeah, and when they fall out, I'll be like, I'll be like, oops. A good, a good fall. <laughs> you know what? But, you know, I was impressed because when I was, you know, reading up on you, I didn't realize you had so much going on. I mean, you're a busy woman. How, how do you maintain it all? Uh, because of my PR. Okay. Okay. Alexis Bradley slash Mama Jones' daughter. <laughs> I, you know what? And I make sure she get mad. I be slash Mama Jones' daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you feel, you know, um, of all the successes come from, you know, first your son, you know, being Jim Jones, obviously, and then, you know, being part of the show, and, and now you're being able to branch out. I mean, you always were like a hustler doing your own thing, but now that you're branched out and you're almost a household name, how does that feel? It feels the same. It feels like me just trying to make that money. I'm not going right. to feel no other way until I see the money. That's, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Time to... so. <laughs> so I know you have your own talk show called Chatting with Mama. Tell us about mm. that. <laughs> Chatting with Mama is so funny. I mean, <laughs> it's like, where you just chatting? You'd be having a good time, you know, and 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 I love it, you know. Even yeah. though you know it's a free spirit show and all that, but I'm going to make sure I get you my show. I hear anyway, that. that's right. I'm gonna chat about everything. You know, uh-huh. How how you got your show? Okay, Actually, you so, know, you know. I was, yeah. Mhm. Um, you're interviewing me. I'm interviewing you. Okay, so how you got your show? I got this show. I actually was interviewed on another show that was on the network. And uh, the person who interviewed me, Ron Anthony, he interviewed me. And afterwards, reached out to me, asked me, do I think I want my own show? Because, you know, I also sing. I do music. And he was telling me about, you know, how I could open up doors and be able to meet interesting and exciting people like you. And, you know, I thought about it. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. So, you know, that was back in 2011. You know, we started January 2011. We've been on this our fourth season. So we're excited to have guests like you on. Yay, everybody clap. Hey, yay. Where's the clapping sound? I want the clapping sound from the, um, the, the radio thing. Yes, the clapping sound. Yay. <laughs> so how did you start your show? How did you come about uh, chat with Mama? Mama? Because I'm always talking and talking with people and talking shit and whatever I feel like saying and how it goes down, that's just me. And you've had, I mean, your yeah. son's been on the show. You've had Ice-T, Spinderella, just to name a few. I mean, you have some heavy hitters coming on this show. Definitely. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I love all of them. But my best one was the Ice-T. When that, when that mother's cut. Name my beef. That was it. 
I said, you know what? I don't give a shit who is. I don't care if it's P, T, D, J, Z, Beyonce, <laughs> whoever the hell. But him, he always going to get number one rating. Wow. That nigga name my beach. Can you imagine that? Jones Beach. Right. Um, <laughs> who who else would you, would you really, who, what's your dream interview? Who's your dream interview that you want to seek with? Well, that was my dream interview. <laughs> that was it? Okay. Yes. I mean, I, I love. Well, you know what? Besides him, I would say actually Snoop Dogg. Okay. 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 And why is that? Because that's my baby daddy. Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> no, I always love him. Because he's so smooth yeah. and calm, but so funny, you Ooh. know. Yeah, yeah. Now I know you'll be you'll be writing. Uh, is it a is it a book? Um, Mama Jones, my guide to my love and romance. Is that a book coming out? Yes, yes, it is. It's already out. It's already out. Oh, it's and out you can now. Go on Amazon and iBook, Kindle, Nook, wherever you want to. What made you write this book? Ah. Uh-huh. What made you want to write the book about you know relationship advice? Well, because a lot of the young people, you know, they really don't know exactly how it is about romance. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, because romance comes first. The love comes right. afterwards. Everybody don't understand that. And, you know, a lot of the young people, they don't know it. They don't get it. The whole nine yards. But me going back on my time, I love that romance. Mm-hmm. How, do you think, how, do you, how do you think the beach came about? Okay. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in, in you know in your years about love and romance? What do we think is the greatest lesson you've learned? The greatest lesson. The greatest lesson. Teach the people. They have to read the book. They have to read the book to find it out. Okay, the advocacy, that's the main thing. Okay. Okay, because, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, a lot of women, they made it bad for a lot of women that's still ladies like me, and, like, they seek to be pulled out, doors open, the whole nine yards. You know, I I like little things, a a rose coming to me before I get ready to go to dinner, and, and I like those cute little things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, what's, the, what's the ideal man for Mama Jones? Who, who, who would sweep you off your feet? God. God, yeah. He'll do it. Yeah, Definitely. and you know what? And I, and I can't even get with him, so you know how that is. So if you're close <laughs> to God, you're good. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> so we already know about Psychotic. We know you, we have your, your brand. Your T-shirts and you know everybody's loving them, but you're working on a vodka. Tell us about that. Oh, the psychotic vodka. Hmm. Oh, uh, that is psychotic. I'm not even. You know what? A matter of fact, I just want to let them know what I made up is beautiful and is right, but it ain't right because it's called psychotic vodka. Right. To get you right. Yeah, and they'll be coming out later on this year. I mean, the bottle and the vodka is there. Now they got, you know how that goes. I hate that. You know, why can't people just 
when they say they want to do something, they have it right there. Why can't you just put it right out there? You don't have to go through all kind of analogy and all kind of... Man. Right, yeah. And uh, then, I am feeling it. And then, is it some condoms that are, you, you're going to be releasing? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess they get drunk, they know what they... At least they have protection with them as well, huh? <laughs> That's right. Because my thing about it, know, I'm giving you two tries. The third try, you're going to have to buy it. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I mean, so much going on. Go, what What else is coming up for Mama Jones? Oh my God, uh, the hookah pin. Okay. Okay. Yes, the hairline. The um, the candle, which is a three way candle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll love it. It smells good. The punkash candle. You know, but yeah, at the same time, you can use it as that lotion type of thing, or you can use it as a massage oil, okay? Or you can just light it for the romance. Wow, wow. And how do you, how do you decide which business ventures you want to do? Because you have so much <laughs> going on. How do you decide which works for you? What works for me? Mm-hmm. The pool wash. I decide which one works for me. Yeah, well, how, well, how do you decide which business ventures you want to embark upon? I don't know. Is it just come? What am I supposed to? Um... What makes you want to come up with? Okay, okay. You know what? Let me tell you something. I have a partner named Carl. I call him Carl. Okay. okay. And me and him be having our little drink on, and we be laughing and I'll be like, I want to do a perfume. I just need to get the name together and get the name together. Well, we do know we want the man cologne, which is Papa Touche. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but we just come up with the stuff and, and I love it. You know, just okay. having fun. And that's how a lot of things come up. Make, just having, fun. having fun. Making money, having fun. I definitely appreciate it. So tell us about the Jones Wave. I actually watched the video. I like the song a lot. It's real catchy. Tell us about that song. Well, first of all, I have to tell you thank you. But anyway, the song Jones Wave is actually, you know, is a, a song where you can dance to. And, you know, they show you the dance to the song at the same time. It's a movement that I'm just doing, and I am just want everybody. Right. Old, middle-aged, young. And just join in and do the Jones Wave. Do the Jones Wave. And we actually posted the uh, another videos on VH1.com. We posted it on our website and on our Facebook page. And we'll be playing it in our in our uh, last half hour during the, the, our playlist. What do you want people well, to know before I let you go, Ms. Jones? What do you want us to know about Mama Jones, the person? Mama Jones is just that person. She's real. She's down to earth. She's a beautiful person. She is a God child. That's mm. number one. So, there's nothing wow. else to know. Read my book and you'll find out about me. Read the book. I, I, listen, I want to thank you so much for taking the time thank to join you. us tonight. It's definitely been a pleasure of mine. I'm a fan, and I look forward to playing your music uh, later in the show. Okay, so, you know, tell everybody look out for my Twitter and my Instagram. My Twitter is Mama Jones one My Instagram is The Real Mama. Jones. Mama Jones. It's Nana. <laughs> Nancy. Mama Jones. So I'm just trying to be real. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't even say trying. I am real. Yes. And thank you yes. for having me on the show. 
Thank you so much. God bless you, okay? And God bless you, too, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. When we come back, we're going to be joined by the cast of the web series Out of State. Right back after this. Ciao. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back. Out of State is a web series about two college kids, Josh, a hopeless romantic, and Matt, the horny pervert. Josh, a hopeless romantic, is starting his college career with his new perverted roommate, Matt. Together they go through the motions of girls, classes, and college social status. Lessons are learned, and we all feel a little better. Tonight, uh, writer and director, I'm going to try to pronounce his name correctly, Matt, I believe it's Guidus, and the cast of Out of State join us. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Let me tell you, I, I was, you, I was sent the link to watch, uh, you know, the second season, and I said, okay, I'll watch one or two. I ended up watching the whole, the whole second season. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So tell us who's hey. all on the line. Who's all on the line? Uh, well, it's me, Matt, who, you know, I'm in it, and I write it and direct it, whatever. And then I'm here with Josh, who plays Josh. Hello. Yeah. And then Yana, who Josh? plays yeah. What? I said, what's up, Josh? <laughs> Say what's up back. Oh, oh, um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm here with Diana, who plays Diana. Hi. Uh-huh. Hi, Diana. How you doing? And then uh, last but not least is my friend Dan Johnson, who plays Hugh Johnson. Hi, how's it going? What's going on? Thank you all for joining us. Like I said, I'm I'm a fan. I, I watched I watched the whole second season. So t- tell us, man. I'll start with you. Tell us uh, what made you come up with this idea of, of creating this web series. Um, well, you know, I guess I've always had the idea to make it for a while now, and then I just never thought I had the experience or, frankly, the friends to really make it possible. And then around my junior year of college, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. So I bugged all of my even kind of close friends who were interested in theater or film experience, and they all said sure for some reason. An uncle of his died, and he came into a bunch of money. He was able to hire friends. <laughs> Now, Josh, tell us about your character. For those who haven't seen it, tell us about your character. Uh, well, the Josh character is a sort of uh, your, your standard male lead, but uh, he has this sort of uh, niche about him <laughs> where he, mm-hmm. he's a standard hopeless romantic, but at the same time he has this sort of weird, shady background that's never never really explored. Um, right. You know, so there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of depth to him. Matt Matt does this thing where he likes to base his shows off of uh, real-life experience. So okay. his character is based entirely off of Matt's first impressions of meeting me, <laughs> which were very wrong. I am much meaner than the Josh character is. Yeah. Real life. Not at all nice. Not at all guy. So, okay, Dan, are, are you the roommate in the in the 
Are you um, are you playing the roommate? Uh, well, Matt and Josh were roommates, but I was supposed to be the roommate. I was the person. Oh yeah, who was okay, the- okay, I got it. So you were the one who uh, who kind of stepped in when Matt and Josh had like their little falling out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, they okay. had the end of a bromance, and right. uh, I I stepped in to fill the the gap that was Josh. He had the stupid sock too. Because <laughs> someone slept with Dan, and someone slept with you. Was, it, was that was that right? Someone slept with you. A lot of people have slept with me. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think no, nobody. That, no, and Dan, Diana. I slept with Diana though. Diana, yeah, that's what I'm Someone slept with Diana. Right. But Deanna, yeah. So, Deanna, I mean, how are you like playing this, this? I mean, you have the best of both worlds. How are you like playing this role? Yeah, Deanna. How do I like playing this role? Well, um, it's great. I get to experience new things like Matt in my bed, which would never normally happen. <laughs> um, but it's great working with these three psychopaths who. Right. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's been great. She hasn't regretted it yet. <laughs> so, and then, Deanna, you have the roommate. Doesn't you have the roommate uh, who is a Josh ends up dating? Uh, Deanna has the roommate, Kathy, that the Matt character ends up dating. Matt ends up dating. Okay, Matt ends up dating her, and he's not really sure, it seems like, as the relationship goes on. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> And then, Deanna, you have the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend at the other school who is the expiring musician that you all yep. went and saw perform. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I just think, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. Like, I watched it. I was hooked. I was hooked to each, to each uh, you know, episode, webisode. How was it like shooting it together, like shooting these whole seasons together? Uh, the overall rule I tried to do that a lot of the actors would disagree with is organization. I tried to really get the times right, make sure people were in at a certain time, and I got them out at a certain hour that I said I would. It didn't always happen, but they were nice enough to stick with it. And just, I guess it was good that overall that they were friends at least, so then, they, you know, they would feel bad a little bit if they just ditched me in the middle of the project, which I'm sure they came close. Actually, I, uh, this is Dan. I was getting paid the entire time. I don't, I don't, I'm not a good friend with these people. Actually. Okay. Right. <laughs> so would you say a lot of the, uh, you know, the characters that, that you play, do you find some of that in your real self? Um, I think all the characters are completely based on me, and all the girls are completely based on what I wish girls would say, but never actually do in real life. Okay. Um, yeah, Josh, do you want to say something about that? Oh, yeah, the joke on set, I guess we could say, is that Matt has no clue when it comes to writing women. Uh, we like to complain that Deanna is just so so sad. She's so sad all the time that she never gets to be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we like to tease. It's all it's all in good. Yeah, and a lot of the experiences yeah. happen and all that jazz. So, what feedback are you getting? Because I mean, I I read the comments uh, on the YouTube channel, and it's all I mean, all everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. What what feedback are people telling you that you get to interact with? Um, well, a lot of people on campus specifically have really said that they really like the show. It was actually how one season one came out. A lot of 
of my kind of friends in the film TV department said they would be really interested in helping me when I did another season. So when I did, I was really happy to see so many of my friends who would really like this premise of a show and really want to help make it better. As for on the online aspect, I guess I got a lot of comments and stuff really complimenting the show. I was lucky enough to maybe get some attention from certain radio stations like the Stephen Knight Show. And what do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, will there be a season three? Oh, what? Will there be a season three? Will there be a season three? Well, we're not sure yet. You know, I'm a, in my last semester of college. Look so good, like, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm not sure because I only have one more chance to do this because I'm not going to be one of those kids who comes back after you graduated school to try to get this project going again. You don't go here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen, I want, let's go through each person and tell us where we can follow you on Facebook or on uh, anywhere on social media, and what's next for you? Start with you, Matt. All right. Well, um, I guess most of you can follow me through the channel of Stonebreakers 10. So uh, other than that, today I post a lot of content on YouTube.com slash Stonebreakers 10. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Stonebreakers 10. And Out of State has its own Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Out of State Series. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Josh, you're next. Uh, this is Josh Lovell. You can find me on Facebook. I, I do have one. Uh, I also have a Twitter under Josh J. Lovell. Um, I, I also own oh, a salsa yeah. factory. Dan, okay. Dan. <laughs> uh, I'm Dan. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at It's Your Man Dan. And I also have a LinkedIn, which is pretty impressive. And Diana is not really big on social media. Yeah. I'm awesome. You're like Ms. Parker. <laughs> she doesn't do social media. She doesn't do social media. Well, listen, ready. I wish you all continued success and whatever you do going forward. Thank you for bringing this web series to us. It definitely gave me some laughs. And uh, thanks again, okay? Thank you for having us. All right, have a good one. We'll yeah, be right back yeah. after this. Bye. You're listening to The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steed and Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Karen Valquez is an American filmmaker and screenwriter from Austin, Texas. Uh... He currently is in pre-production for his next film, titled Red Tide, another zombie thriller. This one is more, has more substantial budget, some notable named actors, and promises to be more exciting and on a larger scale. Please help me welcome Aaron Valquez. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So I was reading up on you, and actually I watched some of the the uh, footage you have online, and I told myself tonight I'm going to watch the uh, Made Out Alive. I was supposed to watch over the weekend, but it didn't happen. But I, I, was, I saw the trailer, and I definitely want to watch it, so I'm going to watch that after the show tonight. Tell us about, uh, you know, your background and kind of how you got into uh, film work. Well, uh, basically ever since I can remember, I was uh, involved with film. My grandfather always would make, uh, like, independent movies they were they were mm-hmm. usually feature films and uh ever since i can remember i just remember seeing a, a video camera or a film camera um he would shoot on uh 
eight millimeter. And so uh, I remember my mom bought a VHS tape recorder, and uh, okay. I right away I wanted to make some movies. So she and, was out there. I remember one time she was out there pregnant with my little brother, and uh, she was she was a camera camera lady. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've wow. always I've always lo- I've always loved film. I just remember yeah. uh, my grandpa and my mother showing me a bunch of like they were. My grandpa was really big into horror films, so that's kind of mm-hmm. when I started watching like right, the old yeah. Frankenstein and The Thing and. Dracula and all those all those classic monsters. Yeah, and so you know, I know fast forward to two thousand eight, you had made out made out alive, and that's about uh, uh, not zombies, but like uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? We're basically like a like a pandemic, so like a kind of right, a, a, right. yeah, some kind of <laughs> disease, which basically is a, a zombie like outbreak kind right. of thing. Turns the turns the people into attacking each other and stuff like that. And you, you know, yeah. you think that seems to be such a popular thing now. Um, and I know this movie was in 2008, but you, like Walking Dead and different shows like yeah. that. But the thing that scared me, see, in Walking Dead, those zombies walk very slow. Yours, yeah. they are running at you full speed. <laughs> I think yeah, I prefer the slow like... ones. <laughs> I yeah, think I prefer the slow ones. A take on uh, you know the twenty eight days later theme where you know they were just really fast and that's the first yeah. time I I really saw them like that and I was like you know what I I like that concept because it makes it even you know it's more dangerous and right. what would you do how how do you react to something like that um, and that film was originally supposed to be a short film and uh, I worked with my friends Brandon and James Garrett um they came on and he was like, my buddy James was like, let's make it a feature since it's already, it's already longer than 30 minutes when mm-hmm. we timed it out. So we were like, okay. Uh, he wrote some other scenes and we just went with it. And, and then, you know, fast forward, we put it online and got, uh, you know, a million views already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in 2012, you were in a, a film competition and you got, you were ranked in the top five in North America. What was that, what was that experience? How was that feeling? Uh, it was it was pretty cool because yeah, I never have entered anything like competition wise, so I was like, hey, why not? Um, and it felt so cool. I won a free laptop with you know editing gear on there, and got mentioned on uh, on the competition and stuff. So that was pretty cool to see uh, the work that I put into it actually you know receive some kind of reward. So that was really cool. Drop from the You're call. listening. I got dropped. I apologize. Oh, okay. I got dropped from the call. From the, from the, uh, <laughs> okay, <live>. yeah. <laughs> but you were saying, uh, if you don't mind repeating, you, you tell us about that competition? Oh, well, well, I, I, I never entered in a competition before, and so I thought I'd just try it, and it was kind of rushed. It, and mm-hmm. it wasn't my favorite, you know, you know, as an artist, you you never really happy with the product. <laughs> it's right. like, yeah. but uh, it was really nice to see a reward come from the work put into it. Right. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, being recognized, especially when you put such, you know, such work, hard work into a project. How long does it usually take you to uh, film to film one of these projects? Well, uh, on a feature film, 
the one that we filmed, uh, Made Out Alive, was, uh, it took about three months. And uh, that was because we, you know, we had certain certain times. We had to drive out all the time. But we had a smaller budget, so we were able to take off of work and, and get all that footage. But we just finished uh, two other features that were no budget. We just mm-hmm. went out, filmed them. Those took a little longer because it was, you know, we filmed pretty much on the weekends or our days right. off. And Penn's mm-hmm. uh, really, like, with no budget, it's a little harder because... Right. You're, you're I can everybody's schedules. So. so now you're in pre-production for Red Tide, and that's another um, zombie thriller. Tell well, us what can we expect in, in this upcoming movie. Uh, I think the big thing is uh, a, a better storyline for sure uh, to where you're actually involved with the characters, and it's, and it's almost more of a like a drama in a sense to where it just, you immerse in the characters to where you get a connection more than you did from the, the other film that we did with the zombies. It was kind of like just there. Um, but it's going to be bigger, a better budget. Um, we've had two other features under our belt, so we, we have more experience. It's going to look better. It's going to be um, the stakes are going to be higher. It's just yeah. going to be a, a fun ride, really. I know it's going to be a great experience. So what is your, obviously, you know, this is what you do. You're, you're really good at it. And from what I've seen, uh, you also act. What What is it ultimately that you want to accomplish um, in this in this industry? Well, I really want to just keep making films because it's just the one thing that I'm really passionate about and that I love. And the people that I work with are awesome. And we just, as a team, I, I just want to keep going and keep, pushing towards the goal and just it's just really it, it's fun to do what you love so yeah, that's the ultimate dream is just keep doing it even even if it never really got as big as a lot of people I still love doing it so it's just a big, big passion do you prefer, prefer acting or uh, directing uh, I prefer directing because I just like being able to have a have an imagination, you know, like thinking of an idea and then seeing it created and putting all the work in is just fun for me. And it, it's also fun for me to act because it's almost the same. You're you're creating the character and bringing it to life. But uh, I like the directing side a lot more. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, Aaron, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us tonight. Tell us where we can follow you on Twitter or, or where we can check you out on social media. All right. Well, you can uh, look me up on Facebook. It's my name, Aaron Isaac Voskiv, and Twitter at Aaron Vosky, V-A-S-K-I is Vosky. That's it. I can't, wait. I can't wait to see Red Tide when it comes out. When do you expect it to come out? Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to start production hopefully here in the fall. Uh, we're still cleaning up the script and uh, getting all the pre-production done. So we'll see probably next year sometime we'll be finished with it and put it into festivals like all over. Absolutely. And keep us posted. Keep Definitely keep us posted. Yeah, for sure. Wish, yes. Wish you all the best, Aaron. All Thanks right. Again. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to 
The Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to The Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Well, now it's time to go to Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music from all over the country. Uh, people want to be featured during the segment. Usually we select artists to play, both independent and major. Tonight we include songs by Mama Jones, Drake, Sierra, and many more. And if you're interested in being featured, please email us at the Stephen I Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Now remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. Now the first song is by Mama Jones, I guess, tonight, entitled The Jones Way. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. Mama Jones. Super cool. Bad, 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 bad shit. 
Don't be 
Fix my grill cause I got money now I ain't gonna sit around in front like I ain't thought about it A perfect smile is more appealing but it's funny how This crooked look at how far I done got without it I keep my twisted grill just to show the kids it's real We ain't picture perfect but we worth the picture still I got smart, I got rich and I got still And they all look like my eyebrows, sick as hell Love yourself girl or nobody will Though you a woman I don't know how you deal With all the pressure to look impressive and go out in heels I feel for you Killing yourself to find a man that'll kill for you You wake up, put makeup on, stare in the mirror But it's clear that you can't face what's wrong No need to fix what God already put his paintbrush on Your roommate yelling, why you gotta take so long? What it's like to have a crooked smile I'm away, I'm away, I'm away No, it's hard, my darling You wonder why you're lonely and your man's not calling You keep falling, victim cause you're insecure And when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure Cause he don't seem to want you back and it's got you asking So all you see is what you lack and not what you packing Take it from a man that loves what you got Hey baby girl, you a star, don't let him tell you you're not Now is it real? Eyebrows, fingernails, hair, is it real? If it's not, girl, you don't care Cause what's real is something that the eyes can't see That the hands can't touch That them bras can't be in that shoe 
never let them see your friend. And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around. And we can ride with the windows down, the music loud. I can tell you ain't laughed in a rap, but I want to see that pretty smile. I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down. I'm away, I'm away. People on the screen, you know the movie stars, picture perfect beauty queens. But we got dreams and we got the right to chase them. Look at the nation, after crooked smile, braces couldn't even straighten. Seem like half the race is either on probation or in jail. Wonder why we inhale, cause we inhale already. I ask if my skin pale, would I then sell like Eminem or Dale? Well, one more time for the veil, and fuck all of that beef. Let's make a meal Hey officer, man, we don't want nobody getting killed Just open up that cell Let my brother out of jail I got money for the bill now And well now If you're asking, will I tell now? Hey, hell nah, I ain't snitching cause Man, they get a stitches now If you was around and you wouldn't need a witness now How you like this crooked smile? I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down That crooked smile Until next week, God bless and have a good one. Peace.